Hey, 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 you guys. Thank you all so much for being back on Black Canvas. Once again, we have an amazing guest with us. If you guys have not heard of Gino before, you're going to learn a lot about him and his career. I'm just so excited to have him as a guest on Black Canvas. He is a Spanish-Italian singer, songwriter, DJ, born in Paris, France. Um, he's done duets with Bobby Valentino, 112, Luke James, Pleasure P, Playa Silk, TQ, Danny Boy, Busy Bone, Keisha Cole, Tony Sunshine, and many more. And he's the creator of a specific type of genre of music that we're going to talk about in a little bit. But I'm so happy to have Mr. Gino here with us. Thank you so much, Gino, for being a part of the show. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks a lot. No problem. I'm excited to have you here. First of all, you're my first guest from France, so I'm excited. That's the first. <laughs> Man, thank you. And I see you're from Louisiana. So I, as I was telling you, it's the French part of the U.S. So, so you're a little bit French too, no? You got a little in me, just a little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I'm yeah, very excited to have you here because I feel like you're going to be able to talk about music from a different perspective. And then I also feel like I'm going to learn a lot more about your culture. So this is going to be a great opportunity for the listeners, but also for you to kind of learn mm -hmm. more about me and we can kind of have a good time. Yeah, definitely. Oh, Thank yes, you. sir. All right. So, Gino, I have some questions I created for you. So if you're ready, I want you to kind of give me your first natural response to each one. I am. I am. All right. So can you first tell me about the genre of music that you've created? Can you kind of explain to us what that is? Well, at first it was Latin R&B. I mean, it was the, the mix of uh, my own culture, since I'm Spanish and Italian born in France. So that's what we call the, the Latin part of the world, you know. And uh, my love from R&B, uh, the contemporary R&B. I mean, the, the R&B si since the 90s, since uh, Jodeci and all this kind of group. So... I was a big fan of that era, of the 90s uh, R&B era. And at the same time, I'm not an R&B singer since I'm Spanish, Italian, French. So naturally, I, I did a mix of, of both. And now I'm, I'm, the more I'm, I'm getting older, the more I'm, I'm focused on my own culture and I'm, and I'm trying to, to get more into that. And uh, when, um, when I studied my grandparents, my uh, family and everything, I realized that the flamenco, the, the music, you know, from the south of Spain, where my grandfather was born, uh, is really what, what, what I love. So I'm still into R&B. But I love the flamenco at the same time. I love the guitars of the flamenco. So I'm trying to mix now the guitars of flamenco uh, with, uh, with uh, R&B. So it's, uh, it's coming. I mean, I'm more, um, what you can hear until now is more like uh, R&B in Spanish or Italian or French. But I'm more and more into uh, urban flamenco, what I call urban flamenco. I love to hear that. I mean, the 90s R&B was one of my favorite times to listen to music. I mean, oh, man. Boys yeah. to Men is still one of my favorite wow. groups of all time. Damn, <laughs> yes. And I love what uh, one, um, I don't remember the name. There is one, yeah, the other, Sean, Sean Stockman. Stockman. I love the, what he's saying right now, you know, since Diddy said that R&B was dead. 
uh, I love what uh, what Sean Stockman uh, said about it. You you should uh, you should have a look at what what he said. I'm definitely gonna look into that for sure. But I'm like a huge like John B fan. I love oh, Daniel yeah. um, Jones. Jones. Um, yeah. Carl Thomas. Like that was during the time J- Joe. Wow. I mean. I'm an 80s baby, yeah. but the 90s was definitely something I enjoyed the most in t- the early 2000s. And so Me too. I just really love that. I'm so glad that you and I, we definitely have that in common. I could listen to that type of music yeah. all day long. <laughs> oh, man. Me too. Me too. So, oh, yes. I was, yeah, yeah. So, Gino, can you tell me some artists right now that are out that give you some inspiration as it relates to R&B? Um, I love Eric Bellinger. Uh, I love the, the um, and... I love the, the style of his music, but I also love the, the craft. Uh, I mean, uh, he's doing a lot of songs. I think, I don't know how many albums he put out and I'm, and, uh, I'm trying to do it like this. Because, uh, well, it's in me. I, I have a known studio. So for example, today I was finishing eight, eight songs that I recorded this week. And uh, I'm doing a lot of songs, a lot of songs, because this is how I think I'm getting better, you know, to, to make lots, a lot of songs. So I love Eric Bellinger uh, for that. Um, what, what, uh, what kind of artist? I like Vido, Vido too. Um, um, no, man, I'm, you see, uh, there are songs that I like. I like Jack and Papa. I don't know if you know them. I love uh, Luke James, and I had the chance to to uh, to make a song with him uh, two years ago. Really, really? Yeah, yeah, I have a song with him. Yeah, because um, actually, I've, I have a lot of uh, songs with uh, R&B artists from the US because I collaborated a lot with one of their producer called Guitar Boy. Guitar Boy is the guy who did. Uh, he was R. Kelly guitarist at the time. And uh, he produced a lot for Chris Brown, Trey Songs, and uh, we 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 met online, and uh, we decided to work together. And he managed to get me a lot of uh, R&B artists to collaborate with me, including Luke James, also Pleasure P, um, and many others like this. So, yes, I'm listening to a lot of uh, all the new songs every Friday. I'm listening. I'm studying the music. You know, I love to study music. Uh, uh, I love to, to. I love tank of, of course, but I, even if I prefer the the tank of the early two thousand, you know, the first album for me was a uh, wow, amazing. Now it's it's still good, but I prefer. I used to 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 love it before. Awesome. So yes, I'm listening to uh, every every week. I'm listening to the new songs of R and B. I love that. I mean, and that's R and B has really shifted. Um, as where it used to be 20 years ago till today. So I think, Gino, that's a great thing that you said, hey, you're listening to the nuances, things that have shifted, but also finding your own way to connect and to create music that works for you. Yeah, I try to because that was what I was uh, dreaming of when I was a teen in the 90s, uh, 2000. I was dreaming of making songs with with all these guys and uh, hopefully I I did it. So so I'm really happy uh, about that. I'm happy about it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So can you tell me what do you enjoy most about being a musician? Um, the freedom, the freedom. When I feel in something inside of me, I can, I can uh, make a song about it. And this is what really um, makes me happy about it. Because uh, 
you know i can feel sad i can feel excited i can feel in love lonely i can i can really express every every feeling uh, i have inside and the beautiful part of it is that you can share that feeling with people from around the world now so so it's beautiful that is beautiful and i think there's one thing that I love about music today is it's more accessible to a certain extent. There's a positive and negative to that. I always tell people yeah. the positive is that you can just buy a click here and music and you pretty much have it on your, your phone instantaneously. The, the negative part that I would yeah. say for me is that I used to appreciate waiting like for an album to come out or, you know, yeah. listening yeah. to an entire yeah. album from beginning to end and not just singles. And I feel like that's been one of the huge changes that I've noticed in the last, especially oh, 15 yeah. years, for sure. And you're right. This is why when you ask me about uh, what are the things that, that I'm listening right right now, I really can't say because I, I only listen to songs. But sometimes I forget about the artist because, um, as you said... Um, I'm, I'm from a generation who used to, to listen to albums, to projects, to concepts. And uh, I don't find back that, that now. So, so yes, in my humble uh, <laughs> uh, work, I, I try to do uh, albums. I try to, to create something logical, a concept. You know? I try to, to do that in my own way because this is what I love about music. I, I like to to really know an artist to to that that is different that um, that is doing his thing you know so so well that's right um, today is not more like this because the business has changed uh, today to if you release an album uh, uh, Friday on Spotify well you're gonna miss a lot of um, like twelve changes to to get a, a, a hit because only one song is going to be picked by the playlist of Spotify. So you have to be smart. So this is why people are releasing only one song each Friday. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. I didn't even think of it that way. That makes a whole lot of sense. Mm, so, yeah, so, yeah, I think uh, albums, this is why albums are no more really, uh, really exciting for people. That's true. Unless you're like Beyonce, who can just release something without a yeah, video and just <laughs> blow up. <laughs> yeah, when you're in that level, man, uh, you can do whatever you want, you know. That's, uh, you're right about that. <laughs> yeah, like Drake, who released a full album without any uh, promotion before or even after uh, with the last album he did. So, yes, when uh, but this is another level. These are st they are stars. People are waiting for them. That's Me, right. I'm part of a, of a artist that nobody uh, is waiting. I mean, I only have a few fans, you know. But so, so I'm I'm here to to create something that people, when they find find it, they say, oh, "Okay, some there is something with that guy, with that girl singing. This is a something. A, well, try to I try to do not different, but try to do it in my way. Well." And I love that. And that's why I said I'm a huge fan of yours because of what you've been able to do. But you're creating a pathway that a lot of people are going to be able to emulate and say, hey, I want to be similar to that. And I think that's something that you should be proud of because that's hard to do. Well, um, I'm still, uh, I mean, to me, I, I'm still practicing. I'm still, uh, I'm still a student, uh, but uh, I'm still learning, so so. But I'm trying to, you know, I see myself as a, 
um, as a painter, who is trying to, to do a lot of paintings and uh, there is hoping that one of the painting is going to touch the, the art of the people. So this is all uh, I'm trying to do. I love that. That's a great analogy, actually, because I think like we think of artists when they create their masterpiece that they feel is something they want to show to the world. Like all it takes is one person to really see value in it and willing to to pay a specific amount for something that maybe in your mind, you may not have known the value of it until that person says, hey, I really want to hang this up in my salon or wherever they choose to hang it up. You know, I think that's really cool. Yeah, and uh, this is what I what I love about the social media because since social media exists, um, I have so many surprises. Uh, like uh, uh, every day, like uh, people uh, uh, sending me uh, DMs on Instagram, telling me they like my music and they live uh, I don't know where in Colombia or in Asia, and at the same time, I can. Uh, uh, last year, I. Uh, I was thinking of uh, making a song uh, about Tupac, but I was saying, who, who am I to sing about Tupac? So, so I decided to, to reach uh, Danny Boy, you know, the, the singer who was making the, all the songs with, the, with Tupac. And uh, hopefully he answered me. And uh, I said, wow. And uh, I told him, Can, could we make a tribute to Tupac? Uh, if you could speak, in, if you could sing in Spanish, that would be something uh, different and that would be uh, cool. And he said to me, oh, yes, I never thought about uh, singing Spanish. So since it's going to be my first time, okay, let's do this. So, you know, the social media is, uh, is amazing to me uh, because uh, it can can help me to achieve my dream so so i keep on pushing every day absolutely and can you tell us what does a typical day look like for you in the studio when you're recording well um i i only because i have a room where i live that is dedicated to my music so i have the, all the stuff that i've been buying for years to to record to so um I only go there when I feel like doing it, but it's like a sport. So I try to do it almost every day when, when I'm here, when I'm not traveling every day, I try to, to spend like a one hour uh, trying to make music uh, to, to record songs. And, um, and now um, I record very fast uh, because since I, I've been doing this for a long time. You know, I can do a song in 20 minutes. I mean, only the, the vocals and the arrangements of the vocals, not the music, uh, the, the vocals and the melody and the lyrics. So um, I record very fast when I feel like it, but uh, I record it. Then I, I'll let the, um, the music uh, uh, for about one day or two. Then I listen to it again. And then I make the modifications. And uh, after that, uh, in the same uh, home studio, I have uh, tried to to create a, a cover design, you know, uh, myself. Then I try to I distribute it online on Spotify and every every everything. And then I, I make the promotion on the social media uh, with uh, from the from the same uh, home studio. So it's like to me, it's like um, I'm like a, how do you say that in a, a, an artisan a craftsman, I think. It says, um, um, I see my music as a, you know, someone who is making, uh, uh, yes, a painter who's got his own, uh, his own uh, studio to make, uh, to make paintings. 
uh, I work the same way. Well, I love that. I mean, I feel like with my show, it's very similar. Like you, I do a lot of yeah, you do it everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> yes, you do like it. That's important. <laughs> yeah, you got to learn by yourself. At first, when you start, you you look at other people. Before, I used to go in the in big studios, and I didn't have the money, so I was uh, spending money I didn't have. It cost me a lot, and I wasn't satisfied with the music I, I did there. Because, you know, when you go in the studio, professional studio, well, you got to be ready when uh, when you booked the session. And sometimes you're not ready because you don't feel like ready or you don't have, you don't have the emotion uh, inside of you So for the song you want to record. So, so to me, it was really uh, freedom when I, when I could buy, uh, working hard to get the money before to get all the... Um, the, the stuff you know the equipment for the studio so so yes and you got to learn by yourself but i love that you know i love to create visuals i love to uh to make photos to create to make uh, videos to i love all that to me it's passion it is and sh i'm sure you do you do the same same thing i see you got a lot a logo you you making that spotify you so you you know everything about the digital Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I've been learning. It's definitely been a crash and burn in the beginning, but I always tell people is that if you want something bad enough and you want to continue to inspire people, you have to find it within yourself. And I know for me, it's sometimes yeah. listening back and saying, oh, this could have changed, but also just knowing being yourself because things are going to happen that you have no control of. Let's say if a signal goes out or if someone is traveling and on tour and you're having to interview while they're on the road, like that's things you really can't control. Right. So I just always remind myself, hey, I'm gonna do the best. Excuse me, I got a dog. Excuse oh, it's me. no problem. See, that's another point, right? We just... yeah, you wanna you wanna sing with us. That, no. That's all he wanted to do until what's your dog's name? <laughs> it's a snap, like Snapchat, because he's uh he's like a ghost, you know, he's going fast <laughs> and slow, so uh, it's hard to follow him. So yeah, oh, yeah, no that's, problem. <laughs> yeah, and that's a that's a problem when I'm recording vocals. Sometimes, you know, when he's trying to, but generally, when I when he sees that I'm recording, he don't uh, he don't move. So that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great thing. I'm so glad that happened. It happened just in the right time while we were talking about that because you know that's great. I love stuff like that when it happens because it just reminds us, hey, we're human. Things are going to happen. We have to go on with life. And that just makes the interview even more fun. So Snap, it just made... Thank you. Sorry. No, you do not have to apologize. It's okay. <laughs> Snap yeah. just said he wanted to be on the show and we didn't invite him. So yeah, we'll right, just... right. Saying I, saying I. <laughs> so Gino, yeah. can you tell me, um, what would you give as far as advice to your younger self? If you could give advice to him, what would you tell him today? Um... Maybe to me to be more into business uh, than only to be a, a dreamer and uh, so, someone who's got passion. Because the more um, I'm into music, the more I realize it's a business. And uh, if you if you don't uh, if you don't realize that your music is is sometimes just a product you want to sell, um, you're not gonna go very far. And I think that I'm. I'm too much uh, about the emotion of the music and not enough about the business. I think, you know, for example, something that I never did 
till now, I never sent my music to any uh, AR labels. Uh, and this is stupid. You know, this is stupid because I think that maybe uh, it could have helped me to, to be uh, uh, more famous today. So, so you know, um, I think uh, I would uh, tell my, uh, my young self to, to, me, to be more uh, into business. But at the same time, uh, I, I love to do it with the art only. So I know that people uh, can feel that because if they look at my music, what I do and everything, they're going to tell maybe themselves, with that guy making so many music, so many albums. You know, I got like, uh, I think I think I counted last time because I was laughing with a, uh, with a, with a friend who was telling me, how many songs do you do, man? And I, I, I counted and I have like, uh, I have like uh, 35 albums out. I don't even know if an independent artist or even a major label artist has so many albums out. I think it's, it's like crazy because when you're not famous and you're doing all that music, it's either you're crazy or either you got something inside of you that telling you to do it no matter what. So, so maybe to be more into business. Absolutely. But you know, I want to encourage you on what you just said there is that I think you're making a smart decision in releasing this because the great thing about this is when the right person does pick up your music, you don't have to work as hard because you already have all these albums that people are searching and will stream and you won't have to create a lot of things at once. And I feel like being a smart business person, just like you said, making sure you're um, doing quality work, making sure that it's something that you want the audience to, to consume. But then it's also that was the mood you were in when you were recording the music. And I feel like it'll show your progression and how you've actually grown as a musician over time. So I feel like it's a great thing that you're being proactive um, and being able to right. release something that you're proud of. And then hopefully when it does catch on, people will be a part of it as well. Mm -hmm. Well, um, yes, and uh, as I told you, it's inside of me. I, I have to do it. And, uh, you know, I remember that uh, I was talking about painting because I was thinking of one major painter that inspires me a lot. It's uh, Van Gogh. You know that Van Gogh? Um, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not uh, thinking I'm the Van Gogh of music, eh? not at all. But I'm just saying what he did uh, during his lifetime. You know that during his lifetime, he never had money about uh, painting he never sold one painting while he was alive um he he, he only uh, said one thing he said i need to create a collection of what i'm capable to do and i don't care if the people will see or not it's because it's it's in me and i need to do that i need to create a collection and he was saying that one day, if people uh, are going to watch what I, what I did, they can only realize that there was work, there was hard work. And I can relate to that, you know, only that. I don't know, I don't know what's going on after. Uh, I mean, uh, we never know if a song can become successful or not. But, you know, I just love that part of uh, his work. And I love that you compared yourself to Van Gogh as it relates to that, because 
I feel like a lot of people do lose track. They're, they're busy looking at streams or followers and a lot of things that really are not as important because overnight yeah. we all know many artists can go from, you yeah. know, millions maybe of streams and, and maybe a, millions of followers to maybe losing thousands of followers over one yeah. bad situation, one bad interview, or maybe, you know, music isn't where people, you know, are yeah. going in that direction anymore. And we all know music changes, fashion changes, you know, what people look for. It's going to always evolve and it'll circle back around. But I feel like as right. long as you're being yourself and you're releasing something you're comfortable with, you know, the right people are going to follow for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when the, maybe I could have stopped music, stopped music if, uh, if I hadn't um, made the uh, things that to me are, uh, successful to me only because i'm not i'm not a face, famous artist i mean when i made songs you know for example with uh i don't know if you know the group player uh, that was the group of static major you know the the group of um of uh, the you know the guy who sing lollipop with uh, lil wayne you know uh -huh. that that guy who uh, he died you know uh, in 2008 but i was signed to to the label of his group in 2006 in louisville kentucky uh, now the by smoke the other the other member of the group player you, you know smoke now is a part of uh, drew hill with uh, cisco and uh, you know right. so so um, for example uh, when he signed me to his label to me, it was uh, it was a success to me, even if uh, not everybody, no player, not everybody, no them. But to, because to me, it was the best R and B group of the nineties. You can listen to the song "Cheers to You" of Player, you know. Uh, so, um, so if I hadn't have some uh, some meetings like this, some uh, songs, uh, for example, I was a big fan of uh, Bobby Valentino of uh, TQ. TQ was a well, he's still singing. It was a very famous when I was younger. Um, so all a uh, busy bone also. So when I did music with all these guys, well, it helped me every time to keep on pushing. You know, even if I. I haven't uh, I mean uh, millions of tree of streams or because to me it was what I was what I wanted really when I started the music it was to sing with American R&B rap singers that is awesome I, I love that you brought that up because that was a huge step for you and like you said no matter if people know the artists or not it, it gave you a lot of confidence in yourself to say, hey, someone saw something in me. Right, right, right. And you're learning when you when you work with this kind of people. You 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 learn. You you uh, you improve. You improve yourself. You 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 change when you when you meet this because these are major artists. They, they are prof real professionals. So when they decide to work with you, it's a, it's really pleasant. And at the same time, you you learn a lot. Absolutely. Well, Gino, I only have two more questions for you. I'm going to combine these last two. So the, the first question is, okay. is that, can you tell us where can our listeners find you online? And the second part is, can you tell us what's next for you? Okay, so um, they can um, they can uh, find me on, on every social media. It's very easy. You just uh, write G doubt N O, and you're gonna find me. Uh, or you can uh, find me on Instagram. It's uh, 
Gardelino Music. So yeah, I don't know if I need to spell it or not, but Gardelino is G-A-R-D-E-L-I-N-O music uh, because Gino is the nickname of Gardelino. Gardelino means uh, a bird in Italian. This is why I choose Gino because this is the first uh, letter and the two uh, last letters of uh, Gardelino. Gardelino is a bird in Italian. And since I sing, uh, I feel like a bird when I sing. So um, uh, what's next? Um, I'm making a lot of uh, new uh, new music. Um, uh, actually, uh, I'm making uh, what I call Latin covers. Latin covers is uh, um, I'm finishing the fourth album. This is covers I, I do, but my way. So I'm going to release... Um, within two weeks, the, this album, this new album. And at the same time, I'm trying to, to make uh, new duets with uh, VIPs. Uh, I was speaking with uh, two major R&B artists uh, a couple of days ago, but since nothing is signed yet, I'm, I'm not going to say it. But, uh, but uh, I'm confident about it. And, uh, well, um, I'm, I'm learning now the guitar and the piano. So I hope to, to be able to, to perform live, uh, alone with my guitar, uh, within two years. This is my goal now. And, um, and well, to still make songs and, uh, and feel good about it. Well, I'm very excited for you and what's coming. I'm just very proud of the progress you've made in your career. And I'm just excited. Oh, you're welcome. I'm thank excited you. for what's going to be coming for you. But thank you so much for making time to be on this show. I'm just really excited. Huge fan of what you've been able to do thus far. And anytime you need me, if you need me to promote or push anything, please reach out. And I definitely would like to have you back on either Black Canvas on my second show, which is called Space Between, which I can have you perform some of your music live. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, well, uh, I will do it. No problem. Thank you, Jeriel, because uh, I see that your Black Canvas is a really good project. And uh, I was listening to some other um, episodes and it was really cool. So, so keep on uh, also, you know, it's about, uh, it's about uh, making things regularly, I think, to, to improve ourselves. So that's cool. Thank you so much, Gino. And I hope you Thank have a you. great rest of your evening. Tell Snap I said hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You will see you will see it in my videos. Sometimes in my Instagram I put I put in. So that's funny, you know, because now people like to know about your life too, you know, when you're like an artist, you want they want to know what you what is really your your real life too. So so that dog, for example. <laughs> okay man so thank you Jamil I uh, wish you the best and uh, thanks a lot for having me alright no problem thank you Gino bye bye thank you bye, bye.